Business English Power, Episode 9. Aloha and welcome to another episode of Business English Power, the show for ambitious English students who want to level up their business English skills, become global communicators, and international business leaders. My name is Al, and thank you so much for listening today. Today we're going to cover another article in the news, something that I think is of interest to most all of us out there because it has to do with two things that are very much integrated into our daily lives. One is social media and two is taxes. Wherever we live, unfortunately, we are subject to taxation, so this will come in hopefully as some useful information or just interesting to see what social media influencers have to do when tax season comes around. So we're going to look at an article today from the usatoday.com website, and I will put a link to that article in the show notes. So follow along if you can. You know, we do this every week where we choose an article and we go over it together, and we do that for a few reasons. Of course, first, we need to know what's in the news. And second of all, we want to pick up new vocabulary and new phrases in context so that we can use them ourselves. And thirdly, we can discuss these topics with our colleagues, classmates, friends. Okay, so we have the working knowledge, at least, on some of these things. Also, it's interesting to learn about these things yourself. So we're going to go over that article in just a second. Before we do that, please subscribe to Business English Power in whichever podcast app you're using, iTunes, Spotify, CastBox, whatever you're using, please definitely subscribe. And also please consider leaving a review or a rating as well, and I would appreciate that. All right, so today's article is called Social Media Influencers May Seem to Live Charmed Lives, But Then Comes Tax Time. That is the headline of this article. So it's written by Medora Lee, and again, it's on usatoday.com. Now, as I always say, we want to go to our media bias chart on allsides.com, and it shows USA Today as on the left. So remember last week, we looked at an article from Fox Business, which is on the right. So as I said, we're going to balance it out today on the left. And again, these are not necessarily political topics, but just keep it in mind as you go through uh, and it'll come into play when we do more political topics. And perhaps we'll get into that once the election starts to come around. We are in election year this year, 2024. So we'll be getting more into that later on as the year progresses. But for now, we're going to stick to business topics. And this is an interesting one because I'm sure we all follow social media influencers, YouTubers, TikTokers. And I would like to know who do you guys follow? Okay, let me know. Put a reply on the comments below or shoot me an email, al at businessenglishpower.com. I'd love to hear from you. Who do you watch? Who do you listen to? Who are the best influencers online today? Well, whoever they are, they are always faced with taxes, and that's what we're going to talk about today in this article. So follow along. Uh, there's a link in the show notes. And again, if you are listening to this without the article, go back and check it out once you have access to it online. So let's go ahead with the first paragraph. And again, we'll, we're not going to cover the whole thing straight through. We're going to pause after each section to clarify things, go over useful vocabulary, things like that. Okay. So let's do it 
Business English Power style, and let's begin. Nothing screams real job like having to pay taxes, which is how Instagrammers, TikTokers, YouTubers, and other social media influencers know they're the real deal. Okay, let's stop there. Just one sentence in the first paragraph, but it is very good. So they put real real job in quotes. Now, why is that? Okay, so when you're reading the article, you'll see the term real job is put in quotations. Now, the reason for that is because, you know, most people have an idea or a definition of a real job, which for most people would be going to an office, working for a company, working from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., that kind of thing. We say working 9 to 5 to keep it short. Those kind of aspects are a typical real job. But as we know, you know, that is becoming less and less standard as the time goes by because more and more people can do more things because of the internet and technology. So a lot of people are working online and a lot of people are social media influencers. And, you know, I guess in our parents' generation, they would say, you know, to the kids these days, if you're doing social media or TikTok or YouTube, that's not a real job, right? But if you are working and you're paying taxes, well, that's those are really key elements of a real job. And that's why the art writer of this article put it in quotes. Now, let's continue. Social media content creators, like everyone else with a more typical gig, must file their tax returns by April 15th with the IRS. Even if their lives look charmed on social media, you can almost bet their taxes will be more complicated. Okay, let's pause there. So, of course, social media influencers, we call them, content creators, and typical gig. Okay, so a gig is just another word for a job, but a gig sounds more like a temporary or one-time job. And that's uh, used these days often with, you'll, you'll hear the term gig work, like uh, Uber drivers, delivery drivers, uh, things like that. So tax returns must be handed in to the IRS. Now, the IRS is, stands for Internal Revenue Service. And again, in the U.S., that is the main core, uh, uh, government body Excuse me, that is in charge of taxes. And the deadline is April 15th, and everybody in the U.S. knows that. Now, where is it in your country? Which government body handles taxes in your country? What is the deadline for filing taxes in your country? Uh, when I lived in Japan, it was March 15th, so one month earlier, to the Japan Tax Agency. So there is a, probably in any developed country some form of taxes and some date by which you have to file. Let's move on. This is a quote. Okay? Being self-employed introduces complexity compared to reporting W-2 income as an employee, said Richard Pianoforte, managing director of tax at Fiduciary Trust International, who provides tax guidance to high net worth clients. Continuing the quote, Numerous deductions are available, and determining the value of products received is not always straightforward, end quote. Okay, so let's break that part down. So this is a managing director of a tax advisor, basically, to high net worth clients, so people that 
have a lot, a large net worth, a lot of assets to their name. Now, um, of course, there is complexity. The W-2 income, so that the W-2 just refers to a form that standard companies must issue to their employees regarding their taxes at the end of the year. So if you work in the U.S. for a company, as an employee, they're going to send you that W-2 form at the end of the year or early uh, of the year in the new year in order so that you can report your income to the IRS. So let's move on to the next section. So we have a headline, a subheadline for this section. What taxes do social media influencers pay? Influencers work as independent contractors for the companies they promote. Independent contractors are considered self-employed. Here's a quote from Pianoforte. In addition to standard federal and state income taxes, self-employed individuals are also obligated to pay self-employment taxes, Pianoforte said. The net income from self-employment is subject to a 15.3% tax rate, comprising 12.4% for Social Security and 2.9% for Medicare, end quote. Okay, so we have a lot of stuff here. And again, a lot of this applies to the American tax system, but we're going over it so, of course, you can understand the terms in the U.S., but then also see what the equivalent wording is in your country or terminology. First, the first thing to keep in mind is self-employed. Okay, so self-employed could also be running your own business, uh, again, doing jobs like Uber, um, Airbnb, things like that. Or, of course, social media influencers are independent contractors. So they don't get that W-2 form from any employer because they're not employed. They are self-employed. Now, this gentleman, Pianoforte, is saying, well, they still have to pay the federal income tax, that's the whole for the whole country, and your state, whatever state you reside in, you're subject to state income tax. But then there's also a self-employment tax. And then they break it down in terms of the percentages, some for Social Security. Now, Social Security is the American fund run by the government, which is supposed to be for retirement. So once you hit a certain age and you have put into Social Security you get a certain amount out after you hit that certain age, which I believe is either, I think it's always going up. It's maybe 67 now or something like that. I I don't know exactly. But when you hit 67, you're eligible for Social Security. But as a young person, you when you start working, you're subject to pay Social Security tax. The other part of it is Medicare. So Medicare is another program run by the government for health care. And Medicare, I believe, is for low income, or there's two, Medicaid and Medicare. I have to get that right. But Medicaid, one is for low income families, and the other is for older and retirement folks. So I got to get that right. But at least oh, one of them is Medicare. Sorry, I don't know which one. Look, You guys can look it up. All right, let's move on. You also should have been making quarterly estimated tax payments on your income since American taxes are pay-as-you-go, meaning you need to pay most of your tax during the year as you receive income rather than in one lump sum at the end of the year. 
Okay. So if you work as a stand, um, this is uh, not the article. This is me uh, now commenting. If you work for a company, typically they're going to hold some amount of your income for the tax payment before the end before before the end of the period, which is April, right? And so, you know, the the company is going to hold that back. We call that tax withholding. Now, as a self-employed person, of course, there is no company to hold money for you, so you have to do it on your own. And so the government is trusting or the IRS is trusting that you're doing it as a pay-as-you-go thing just so they know they have something there and you're not just going to not pay at the end uh, of the year or at the end of the tax year, which is, again, April 15th, which is the filing deadline. Now... um, Let's move on. So what's considered income for content creators? Okay, so again, as if you work, again, this is me chiming in. If you work for a company, it's pretty clear what income is, and that's you know their job to report that for you. But in a non-typical job, like a social media content creator, well, what counts as income? Well, again, here is a quote. Contrary to the notion of freebies, Perks often entail tax implications, pianoforte warned. For example, sponsored posts, compensation received from brands for creating content, whether in the form of videos, posts, or social media promotion, must be included as income. The next category is brand partnerships. If a brand sponsors your podcast or video channel, the payment received must be reported as income. Next, promotional items. Items received from a brand for a review should be reported as income as their fair market value. And finally, ads. Income generated from ads needs to be accumulated, sorry. Income generated from ads needs to be accounted for as well. So all of those things, and I'm sure that's not a whole list, but those things need to be counted as income. And there's you know different ways of getting income as a social media influencer, but those are some that this gentleman, Piano Forte, this advisor, is listing. Now, in the beginning of this section, uh, the word freebies is put in quotes. Now, freebie is something, you know, as you can imagine, something that you're getting for free. But, of course, it's in quotes because it doesn't mean it's free if you have to pay taxes on it, right? So it's uh, something perhaps like they, they mentioned the uh, promotional items. So, if, you know, a company sends you, for example, uh, you see these influencers trying on the new fashions, okay, the new um, jackets or clothing or pants or whatever. And, of course, they are sent those by the brands. However, they're not free because they're a gift to you. They must be counted as their their fair market value as income. Okay, I'm going to skip the next couple of sections because uh, it gets more technical into what's tax deductible. Um, Again, please read it on your own. You can do your own research on that. Uh, What what tax form should content creators receive? Okay, we don't need to get into all that. But I do want to go to the last uh, paragraph here, which is very interesting. And that is titled, How Many Social Media Creators Are There? 
Around 200 million people consider themselves creators, but only a little more than a third would say that it's their full-time career, according to the 2022 Creator Report by Linktree, which develops tools for people to use on social media platforms. 12% of full-time creators earn more than $50,000 annually, but 46% earn less than $1,000, it said. Among part-time creators, 3% earn more than $50,000 and 68% earn less than $1,000. All right, so that is the end of the article. Uh, Very interesting there. So let's kind of break that part down. So there are 200 million people that would call themselves content creators. Maybe some of you out there listening would put yourselves in that category because that's quite a few people around the world. Uh, but only a third would call it a full-time career. And I'm part of the two-thirds, right? So I have a full-time career as well outside of this. So I would call myself a part-time content creator. But what's more important is, well, how much income are they getting? So in this uh, company, Linktree, is keeping track of these in terms of their data. And let's just review that part again. So... 12% said they earn more than $50,000 annually, only 12%. So, you know, when when you see these influencers out there, yeah, the big ones, of course, are probably going to be doing pretty well. But, you know, when you see others out there, only 12% is making more than 50%, sorry, $50,000 a year. And actually 46, less than $1,000. So very, very interesting and uh, to, to look at. And a lot of people I know out there want to be YouTubers, TikTokers, and all of that, podcasters, of course. So yeah, if you have something, if you have a message you want to put out there, definitely get out there. Uh, but it doesn't come without effort. So you have to put a lot of effort in. And the people that are making a lot of money on social media and online in general have put in the work. They have made a lot of content that a lot of people have been consuming and enjoying. So I hope you are enjoying this podcast as well. You can show me your love by leaving a review and a rating in iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast or this podcast. And that is going to be it. We're going to wrap up this article here. I hope you found it interesting. Again, Click the link in the show notes to get access to the actual article itself on usatoday.com. Thank you so much for being with us on this episode of Business English Power. I hope to see you again next time. But most importantly, always remember to level up your learning and level up your life.